soft skills are just as important as the technical skills of our roles in healthcare. And that sounds crazy, and that's a huge pivot shift for a lot of practices, but I was really proven right when we were able to see exponential year-over-year growth, consistent growth in patient referrals and patient advocates that lowered our marketing costs, Mm -hmm. but still grew our revenue and bottom line. Success Confidentials are conversations around elective growth, what drives it and what sustains it. Are you ready to think outside the box and do healthcare differently? You'll learn from our missteps, our successes, and change the way that you think about elective healthcare. So let's have some fun. (laughs) Let's dive in. Hello everyone, it's Lauren and Christine, and we're bringing you another Success Confidentials. I'm Christine. I worked in private practice for eight years and brought with me a business mindset coming from the marketing and advertising and sales world. So we really pivoted our practice model to treat our patients like VIP customers and our team like specialized, trained, concierge, customer service, and sales professionals. I'm Lauren. I worked in private practice for four years. My journey first started as a patient ambassador, and I'm a next-generation marketing guru who really specializes in teaching clinics how to meet the consumer where they're at, which is online, and lead them into action. We met by working together in practice for four years. We combined our expertise and saw an average of 60% year-over-year elective growth. We had a lot of questions and feedback about diving in deeper into one of the topics we talk about a lot. It's a new concept to many practices who are prioritizing their elective services, so Mm -hmm. we get it. It's kind of outside the comfort zone for a lot of practices. We're being asked to elaborate on what we call soft skills and how they looked in elective healthcare. Right. Soft skills, why are they important? They're important because they create powerful patient connections. Mm Why are patient connections important? Because that increases conversions and creates passionate advocates for word of mouth. I really love this and I love this topic because I go back to when I joined healthcare Mm -hmm. nine years ago and I came from a world where customer service, concierge, the art of connecting was essential to sales and the success of our business. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to me to join healthcare and not really see the prioritization of what we call these soft skills Mm -hmm. that really create very special encounters that ultimately result in success. Mm -hmm. And so it was so important to me from the beginning to learn how to apply these skills in the healthcare model, working with patients. And I was in the trenches. I was a patient counselor Mm -hmm. for years in the beginning of my career in healthcare. And so I learned kind of the art of applying this to healthcare because the last thing we want is to feel like sales Mm -hmm. in healthcare, right? But there is a way to create this connection and use the patterns and strategies Mm -hmm. of successful sales connections in influencing patients in the journey of considering elective procedures. So I started by really working with my team to create artful encounters, to create intention Mm -hmm. in these little equations for success when they would work with patients in their day. What's the anatomy of their day? How do they work with patients? Mm -hmm. And how do they weave these soft skills 
into those moments where each patient felt connected to the person they were working with and then ultimately the practice as a whole. So some of our team, of course, naturally connected with patients easily. They were mm-hmm. kind of the people persons of the practice. and But even for some of them, they struggled with certain personality types or mm-hmm. certain encounters. Mm-hmm. And then we had the team members who were really good at their job, very good at the skills of their the function of their role, but they did not naturally connect with patients. And so that was really important to identify these areas for opportunity and invest in these team members because I knew my job was to grow our elective procedures and I knew I could not do that without creating this exceptional patient care that really started with a really good connection with our patients. I believed and still do that soft skills are just as important as the technical skills of our roles in healthcare. And that sounds crazy, and that's a huge pivot shift for a lot of practices, but I was really proven right when we were able to see exponential year-over-year growth, consistent growth in patient referrals and patient advocates that lowered our marketing costs, Mm -hmm. but still grew our revenue and bottom line. When we train a staff, on soft skills. We always like to start with what's our perception of the patient Mm -hmm. and then go into the importance of the roles they play Mm -hmm. and practice in this process, no matter what their role is in practice, because it's essential to know the basics of soft skills to really curate trust and connection and overall be likable when interacting with our patients. And it makes our patients feel good about their interaction with us. Yes. And then next we take all of that Mm -hmm. and create what we call artful encounters, Mm -hmm. which are just intentional interactions or protocols. You know, if your protocol for patient check-in, right, is you greet the patient, you offer them coffee, you let them know someone will be out to to grab them and take them back shortly. That's a protocol. Mm -hmm. That's the anatomy of, right, checking a patient Mm -hmm. in. These soft skills have to be really applied in protocols like Mm -hmm. that in each encounter on how we do those things with what soft skills. It's not just in the what we're doing, it's the how we're Mm -hmm. doing it. Mm -hmm. And for practices to do this successfully, you have the protocol written in black and white, Mm -hmm. but the soft skills and the how, Mm -hmm. that is really second nature. It becomes second nature and is weaved into the culture of that practice and who they are. Right. So it's essentially weaving into these protocols things like eye contact, mm-hmm. a genuine smile, mm-hmm. you know, um, introdu- taking the time to introduce ourselves and say who we are in the practice or mm-hmm. why we're passionate about our service industry, um, working to pick up on verbal and nonverbal clues of what the patient's mood is and mm-hmm. how we can alter the way we interact with them to meet that. These are the kind of things that our staff needs to be so well-versed in that they just live these things and through these interactions. Exactly. As we always say, success is a formula. Mm -hmm. There's an equation. So we need to weave these soft skills into every patient encounter equation. (laughs) Right. What's the equation for greeting a patient Mm -hmm. with soft skills? What is the equation for introducing yourself to a patient with soft skills? What's the equation for delivering news that may be difficult news or news the patient may not want to hear. Mm -hmm. What's our equation of weaving those soft skills into that encounter? Mm -hmm. We have to be prepared and trained um, as a frontline staff worker in Mm -hmm. elective medicine to know these skills and how they apply to each one of our patient interactions. 
Most of us in premium healthcare are familiar with Ritz-Carlton uh, yes. and their exceptional customer service. Yes. And would love to offer that type of care to our patients. But the good thing is, is the soft skills that they demonstrate and are so known for are trainable. Mm -hmm. And the key here is just training and accountability. A great example at Ritz-Carlton that you may know if you're familiar with their brand is their three steps of service, which are three very prescriptive, simple steps with a beginning, a middle, and an end. Number one is a warm and sincere greeting. The equation is a smile eye contact, tone, and using the guest name. This simple protocol sets the tone as genuine and authentic. Number two is the anticipation and fulfillment of each guest's needs. The goal is to be helpful, accommodating, and proactive to each guest's needs before they even express them. Mm -hmm. And three is a fond farewell. Give a warm goodbye and use the guest name. Again here, we see eye contact, smiling, tone, and of course, using the guest name. The point here is they've established being polite and professional is not enough. Each guest needs to leave feeling like they were the most important guest of your day. Obviously, our encounters in service and healthcare are a little different, mm -hmm. but the principles remain the same. Mm -hmm. All of our frontline staff, from check-in to healthcare professionals to surgeon, need to be trained on the soft skills, but then also how to execute them into every patient encounter. Today, let's stop and look at some takeaways from today's conversation of how we use soft skills to create artful encounters in our practice. Really, how we connect with our patients through intentional interactions. So the first thing I always like to do, and I would do this from time to time, ongoing in my practice, was to stop and kind of take inventory, stop and listen. Mm -hmm. We get so busy, mm -hmm. but just stop and listen to various patient encounters throughout your practice, whether it's in your call center, at front desk, in the lanes, and really evaluate these moments that staff are having with patients. And look at your results. Are patients wildly crazy about your staff in practice and having mm -hmm. these moments of connection with your team, or are they just simply satisfied patients? That is not enough to create passionate word of mouth, patient mm -hmm. advocates, and really high conversion rates. If you find that your patients are simply satisfied without the kind of connection that makes them patient advocates, consider prioritizing soft skill training for your team. We have training resources available as a starting point or even training for onboarding a new staff member. Whatever resource or tools you use, as we always say, the key to success is really making sure that your culture supports, empowers, and motivates your team to take advantage of these resources and put them into action. For more conversations about how to drive and sustain elective growth, be sure to follow our podcast so you don't miss anything. You can also save episodes of interest to easily find for drive time, workouts, or multitasking. As always, check out our available resources to make your life easier at thepatientwhispers.com.